Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard, and joining me as always... It is the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla. Oh, goodness. I forgot to think of one of these. We'll say you are the brawn to my brawn. You really did forget to think of one, did you? Actually, I had one and I lost it. I, I, I totally blanked on it. It was a good one, too. Anyway, we'll get it for next time. Steve, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm all right. If Jeff Jarrett okay. had a computer, which I'm sure he does. Okay. Okay. Do you think it's a slap top? Ooh. Ooh. That is a good question. I like that. That's, hey, that's a wrestling joke, folks. That's what I, I do. It. I like it. You're I welcome, st- everyone. I still can't believe slap nuts was a catchphrase for Christ's sake. <laughs> he, so, oh, he explained what it meant to on his podcast but now i don't remember what the explanation mm. was so sorry couldn't help you all on that one I, I i dangled the carrot and then i ate it myself and then you ate it yourself goodness well welcome back to the show everybody um got a lot of good stuff to talk about this week um first of course we got to jump in with our three count this was a, i like this one this is a pretty fun one um it was your challenge I'll let you go ahead and talk about it as we get in here. What was uh, the challenge my, my, my challenge, but my friend Mark's idea. That's true. Um, that's true. Yep. 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 So thanks, Mark. Uh, yeah. I wanted to know your three favorite dusty finishes. Usually dusty finishes upset people um, because, you know, it's where the match appears to end usually in a way that the crowd wants it to. Yes. And then the ending is immediately reversed and it goes to some other sort of finish. Usually. Uh, yes. rarely does it end in a similar way that the original finish was so or sometimes or, or just the outcome is reversed the match yeah. not necess- doesn't necessarily always get right, restarted right, right. in yes, these cases yes. but, right right um but the original ending doesn't hold there's a second ending to the match yes yes or more in some cases yes um very true uh yeah i thought this was a really fun one it was good to to look up some of these uh it was funny because i was on a couple of sites a lot of debate going on as to what the exact definition of a dusty finish was. Really? Some people, some people were just like, "It's any screw job." I was oh, like, no, "No, no, it's no, not. No, <laughs> that's no. not, it's not a debate. That's someone not being informed." Uh, well, I, 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 several people on the uh, the Reddit post I was looking at. Yeah, well, that's were, several people not being informed. Yeah, um, no. but yeah. So I uh, I have to go first here. Let's see, and I have my three. I'm just I know what my number one is. It's the two and three that I'm trying to decide well it's uh, time it is uh all right let's we're gonna go to night of champions 2012 cm punk john cena um of course at the end of this match there's that tremendous basically almost what is it, like a top rope um back german suplex, suplex. Uh, back german suplex. german suplex yep yeah. mm-hmm. german suplex yep yeah. Uh, but both of them shoulders are still yeah, pinned from down. Cena. It was Cena uh, uh, doing it to Punk. Yeah, Cena doing it to Punk. Uh, and ref- I, I know this because it's also my number three. Aha! Look at that. Ah. Um, 
And so, yeah, so Cena uh, was initially uh, declared the winner of this match. Uh, but then, of course, uh, another ref pointed out that no Punk's shoulders, I mean, that Cena's shoulders were down as well. So mm-hmm. it was a draw and a no contest. So the belt does not change hands. Yes. This is crazy because it was in Cena's hometown, too. They yeah. just love the dig at the hometown crowd. Yeah, man. yeah, they do. But the crowd was still kind of split. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Punk, Punk was over. Yeah, Punk was way over. And Cena, you know, this is definitely probably during the height of Cena's kind of split in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where there was just as many boos for Cena as there were cheers. Yeah. Which I, it's one thing I love and respect about Cena is he loves it. He yeah. absolutely thrives off of that. Yep. I think that's great. Yep. Yeah. And Punk here, you know, was at his best too, being anti not quite anti-authority, but anti-establishment. Yeah. Because Cena was the establishment. And so, you know, I mentioned before, that's Punk at his best when he's anti-establishment. And this was that, but this was heel Punk too. Yeah. Uh, but I've talked about this match before. I think this match in and of itself, regardless of the ending, was almost as good as their Money in the Bank 2011 match. It was that good of a match. Yes, it was an uh, excellent match. It went long. It was like 27 minutes or something yeah. like that. It, and... It- um there was a sense of satisfaction when punk walked out as champion in that match. Yes. Yes. And it's kind of cool. Cause it's kind of a nod to another match um, that may or may not be. It's not the other one's not on my list, but you know, could possibly be on yours. So I'm not going to say what it is yet. If we get there, we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, but for me rolling into number two, is an episode of Raw, December 29th, 2003, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, in what I personally feel was probably their best match. It, it, could, it could be. Yeah, it, I, it I know this match. It was amazing. It was. I mean, I, I was when I was doing the research and I was reading some other people's comments and I went back and watched it as well. And one guy said something and I was like, man, he's really right about that. It's like, this felt like such a great blend of the 80s style and the 90s and just, you know, the 2000s. It was like this, they took you through this story of the time of wrestling, just with the way that it was mapped out. Did we say who's in the match? Yeah, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I got I so I caught did. up in being excited that you mentioned this one. That I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't yes, sure yes. if you actually said it out loud or if I just knew, and so we started talking about it. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Triple H, okay. Shawn Michaels. And, I mean, they lay it on out all on the line for this match. It's great. At the finish, Shawn Michaels hits the super kick and then just kind of falls backwards onto the lifeless body of Triple H, but then his shoulders are down too. And we get that kind of double pin again. Yeah. And uh, instead of Michael's winning, of course, it's a no contest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, I mean, what a tremendous match. And a match that was free to everybody on TV, not a pay-per-view match. And it's probably the best match these two guys had, who are two of the greatest. Yeah. absolutely. And they've had plenty of matches. <laughs> yeah. And for this one to outrank, uh, you know, what they've done on pay-per-view is incredible. 
Yeah. Incredible. Especially that SummerSlam 2002 match where yes. Sean came back, his comeback match. Yes. Uh, I, I remember this match too because it was one of the rare Raws I didn't see as it aired. Oh. Because that week, I was at Disney World. Oh. And that was a different time, right? So there was no Twitter. True. Yeah. No Twitter. Um, I don't remember the status of Facebook. I wasn't on Facebook if it was around. But uh, Facebook I, was around, but it wasn't as big as it right. is now. Those were the MySpace days, right? Probably. 2003 is yeah. probably more of MySpace. Yeah. But I managed to stay completely spoiler-free on wrestling the whole week I was gone. And so I got back, and I had it recorded on VHS. I didn't have <laughs> – <laughs> there was no DVR. I had a VHS and I had raw recorded and I'm watching this like a full week almost after it happened. And I'm marking out. <laughs> like, I'm like, Holy crap. Did Sean win the belt while I was gone? Holy yeah, crap. It, yeah. It was, it was amazing. And I thought he won. I thought he won it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Uh, I considered that one. It probably would have been my number four more than ah. that. Yeah. But my number two is a match. I've also talked a lot about now, if we were ranking based on the match, this would be my number one, but gotcha. based on the the dusty finish itself, I'm putting it at number two. Got to go back to Raw, July 11th, 1994. Bret Hart and the One Two Three Kid. Oh yeah, uh, it's one of the things that added to that match for me. The unique variant of the dusty finish, where Bret gets the pin on the One Two Three Kid, the kid's foot's on the rope, but Bret is such a good guy, such a baby face that. He calls it to the referee's attention. Mm-hmm. He asks for the match to restart because he wants the kid to have a fair shot at his WWF championship. And I can't recall ever seeing that in any other match before yeah. or since. I, I can't. That's, I mean, I don't know that it's, I'm sure somewhere someone has done, has done it. I'm Probably. sure. Um, but that's the only one I can think of. Yeah. Is that it's match. just so unique and such a different way to tell that story? And Brett does end up winning the match, so he technically won both matches, um, right? If you want to call them two, they're not two matches, but you know, he got both falls. Um, but it was just such a unique way of telling the story, combined with the fact that it, it's the greatest raw match of all time. Um, it had to make my list, and so number two, it is Brett and one, two, three, kid. If you okay. haven't seen that match, how much more do I have to talk about this match, folks? <laughs> How many more times I'll bring it up until every one of you have watched it. It's so true. And you should, you should go out of your way to watch it because it is a tremendous match. Yep. Tremendous. Uh, such a great choice. Uh, number one for me. And again, it's just because I got the biggest sense of joy out of this one. Initially. I, think, I bet I know what this is. I'm going. Can I guess? Okay, go ahead. Chris Jericho, Triple H. April 17th, 2004, (laughs) Triple H, Chris Jericho, Monday Night Raw. This was just, oh my God. I loved, A, because this was Jericho with the digs on Stephanie and (laughs) the trash bag hoe, the skank, all that stuff (laughs) you would say about it. It was so, so entertaining. And he, he basically goads Triple H into putting the belt on the line. Uh, because they were scheduled to have a match anyway, a non-title mm-hmm. bout. Um, and he gets him to put it on the line and he gets the APA to back him up with, as the insurance policy, which was really cool. And then you had Earl Hebner 
um because there's a ref bump and earl comes out uh to uh continue the match and triple h gets in his face and they kind of a little shoving going on and then we get uh a quick move from jericho i think it was like a spinning heel kick and then the lion salt um and then a real quick one, two, three from Hebner. Very <laughs> quick. Very quick. And the crowd goes nuts. Jericho's the champ. Uh, leaves and everything. But then, of this course. This is how the show starts. Yeah, this too, is how the show way. starts. But by yeah. the end of the show, of course, yeah. uh, Triple H has regained the belt because he essentially bullies Hebner into reversing the call. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was just so well done. And I was, just, I was like, I was... You want to talk about marking out yeah. Jericho winning that belt. I was going through the roof, man. Yeah. It was great. Yep. Absolutely yeah, that's, awesome. That's likely the most memorable and talked about dusty finish, I think, of all time uh, to this day. People still talk about that. I mean, and it was a good test for, for Jericho. Yeah. And to see how people would respond to him winning the championship. And, and you know, he, he turned out all right. Yeah. I lo- and I love he, he he's talked about it in interviews. He's like... Uh, He's like, he's like, I'm, I'm here to do business and that's fine. He's like, it was cool that I won it. And then, you know, I was talking to Vince and I was like, so I win it and I just have to give it back. And Vince is like, yeah, well, you know, it's the story, but uh, don't worry, you'll have it again. And I was like, whoa, huh? <laughs> right. So yeah, great litmus test. Of course, he yeah. goes on to be uh, the first ever like undisputed champion. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Good call. All right. So for my number one, do you want to guess? Um, I was going to guess that this might be what the Punk Cena match is a nod to, which is, uh, isn't it Bulldog and Brett? No. No. Okay. Bulldog and Brett. Which, Um, which. Didn't Bulldog and Brett have one where he, where it looked like Bulldog won, um, but both of their shoulders were on the mat? Or, or okay. Bulldog and Michaels. I'm sorry, Bulldog and Michaels. Oh, not Bulldog Brett. and Michaels. Uh, Bulldog and Michaels. Yes, yes. Bulldog and Michaels did. Yeah. Yes, yes, sorry. yes. Bulldog yes. and Michaels. I, I said Brett because. Yeah, that was uh, Beware of Dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, not, no. My, not, my, not my number one. My number one is going back to the first King of the Ring on television. King of the Ring 1993. Bret Hart again and Bam Bam Bigelow in the finals. Oh, the story that night. It's still one of my favorite single night stories ever told where, where Bret had to go through a tough match with Razor Ramon, a tougher match with Mr. Perfect gets hurt along the way. Bam Bam Bigelow gets through a quick match with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, then gets a bye because of the draw between Tatanka and Lex Luger. So he's wrestled like six minutes Whereas Brett's wrestled like 40 <laughs> yep. and is hurt and he comes out. And so they're having this match and Bam Bam's just destroying him. Brett gets these hope spots in, but Bam Bam always comes back and gets the advantage. They're on the outside of the ring. Brett's still fighting. He's still, he's still fighting, but Luna Vachon, Bam Bam distracts the referee. Luna Vachon comes out, hits Brett with a chair. Bam Bam rolls him in the ring, hits the flying headbutt, gets the three count felt like a legitimate finish yeah. with the, the outside interference, the story that protected Brett where he yep. was 
so beat up and had to wrestle so much more than Bam Bam, it felt like a legitimate finish. And then referee comes down and says, nope, you missed something. <laughs> we start the match. Brett gets a victory roll, gets the win. Probably my favorite Bam Bam Bigelow match. Uh, one of my favorite matches. I love that match. I love that whole night. Um, and just because of the, it was convincing. It was a convincing, I thought that match was over. And I thought Bam Bam was king of the ring. And I think most people did. And because it was so convincing and because of the amazing story that that whole tournament told that night, that's my number one. That's a great choice. That is an excellent choice. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're right. It's such a great story for the king of the ring. And again, Brett completely protect. No one would have blamed Brett for, you know, losing after having to go through all that. Right. And, and the, you know, getting hit with a chair and yeah. yeah. So it's set up perfectly, but then again, they, again, swerve the audience and Brett ends up mm-hmm. getting the victory, which was great. It was yep. great. And a rare dusty finish where a finish you didn't want was changed to one that you the did. finish you did want. Yes. Yeah. Um, very, very cool. This, this was a very fun three count. And actually I've got a, a few things, just a, a little add ons. A, you notice that all of our picks were WWE picks and WWF basically. Um, yes. And doing research, there have been many memorable, nwa wcw dusty finishes but again that's just not what our history and what we remember the most so right. we're not sliding any of those no these <laughs> are been, our favorites these are just our favorites the objectively um, best ones yeah. so we don't want to alienate anybody by you know not having that stuff on there just let you know it's just because we're not as familiar with that yeah. it, with our wrestling history um the other thing i wanted to point out you may or may not remember this um the dusty finish has even been in the video games i thought this was a cool little trivia thing um basically in smackdown versus raw 2006 there's two paths for the championships whether it's the world championship or the intercontinental and you're either facing triple h or shelton benjamin and it's in a cage match and after you win the match, Bischoff comes out and brings up an obscure rule known as the Virgil Runnels Amendment, saying that championship steel cage matches cannot occur in September, thus negating your title win. <laughs> wow. That's and for those obscure. of you who don't know, Virgil Runnels obviously is the real legal name of Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Um, right. And I just thought I. Uh-huh. I completely forgot about that. I was like, that is so awesome that they put no, it in I don't in remember that. Right? I don't I don't know that I ever I don't know, maybe I didn't get to that point in the in that uh career path. Yeah, that's that's, that's fun. That's yeah. crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um but yeah, so great three count. Uh my challenge this time. And I thought this would be kind of a, a neat one of some of the stuff I've been watching. It just made me think of it. I want to know what your three favorite failed gimmicks are define failed as in like didn't go nowhere like no they had no success with this gimmick (laughs) for any reason or just because the gimmick sucked um let's uh, could it be because something happened with the performer okay yeah if the gimmick did not continue um because of something that happened to the performer that yeah that would count okay 
Like if they got injured and then came back a year later and it's a totally different gimmick, that's fine. Okay. So it's your three favorite gimmicks that didn't succeed, I guess okay. is the best thing, the best way to describe it. Okay. Uh, I have one in mind, but I'll have to I'll have to dig deep and think about that one. Okay. But this would be a good thinker because yeah. a fun one just because there's been a lot of really uh great wrestlers who've had crap gimmicks. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Um and there's been some gimmicks that I absolutely thought I was like, man, that is awesome, and then just never went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I thought that'd be fun. Yeah. All so right. That'll, that'll be our three count for next week. Um Let's jump into the show proper and, you know, the past uh, couple of weeks and since the inception of the show, we've had bad news a lot that we talk about at the top of the show. And I think it's so awesome that this week we get to talk about something just truly uplifting and Al Snow is just a cool dude, man. Right. And a hero. Yeah. Just a hero. Saves a little boy from drowning just amazing amazing um and like i say given the sadness we've had in the past couple weeks and even we had sadness this week not in the wrestling world of course but both big fans of norm mcdonald yeah of course he passed away which was sad but um just up good news to have in a bad time to norm Norm has nothing to do with wrestling but did you ever hear his uh, better than ezra joke uh if i did i don't remember it it was on weekend update and i'm i'm, I'm gonna tell i can't tell it like norm nobody can tell things like yeah. Norm. but the joke still works uh he said a music news on the summer charts better than ezra is at number one at number two ezra <laughs> <laughs> and that's norm man he is, oh my god norm is so funny Oh man, truly miss that guy already. Yeah. Just oh yeah, what a, what a comic genius. But like I say, it's such uplifting news with Al Snow, and 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 just so glad to hear saving a kid's life. And Al Snow just seems like a pretty cool dude. So yeah, yeah, I've gotten to meet him, and he was really nice. And you know, of course, he's really funny too. If you follow him on Twitter, he's he's always throwing out funny tweets. Usually something about his wife. Um, <laughs> but not insulting his wife. Usually they're his wife insulting him in some way. Um, <laughs> and man, you know, it, it takes bravery to even try to do something like that. Cause you could very well suffer a horrible fate yourself. Yeah. Um, so he, he is a hero. He risked his life to save a little boy that as far as I know, he didn't know. Was there a connection? I don't, I didn't read anything. I think it was just kind of, he just happened to see that he was in trouble mm-hmm. and, you know johnny on the spot yeah and it's yeah. just a, yeah kudos to al snow yeah. um thank goodness the little boy is fine you know yep. this is it's just awesome uplifting yep. news exactly um let's jump into smackdown and you know it's what we when when brock came back it's what we wanted which was Heyman in the middle mm-hmm. and man it's getting it's, fun I, it, it's fun man i'm digging it i like it and the ringtone yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> Why would you have that set as the ringtone <laughs> if you're Heyman? <laughs> <laughs> Every ringtone should be Roman's music if you're Heyman right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Everything. But man, it's just so good. And then Brock just looks like he's having fun. 
He does. Yeah. He looks like he's having a good time, which is awesome. And I like face Brock. Mm-hmm. I think this is great. Yeah. Um, and it's a different face Brock from 2000, you know, two, 2004 yeah. face Brock. Uh, just there's a, there's a tweak. He's still got the edge to him. Um, he's got the Brock was never lacking in confidence, but there's just a different, there's a different flavor to the confidence of Brock now. Yeah. Um, and I still hate so much they had Drew beat him in five minutes at WrestleMania because of stuff like this. Yeah. Just if you wanted sense. Drew to win, fine, but five minutes, like make it a 20 minute match or something. Yeah. I mean, they could, I mean, and Drew's a good worker and, and Brock definitely is. You could have had a hell of a match between those two guys at Mania. Yeah. Um, so it, it hurts stuff like this a little bit whenever you think back and remember, oh, yeah, that happened. Um, but, you know, they're clearly not mentioning it because they're, they're as aware as we are of what it would do to Brock's current current uh, reputation to bring that up. Um, but, yeah, since they aren't mentioning it, it's working. And, yeah. you know, he, he feels like the biggest threat that Roman has or will ever see in the ring and in life. Yeah, and I, and I tell you what, he looks even more jacked now than he did before he left, man. Yeah. Well, like I said, he came back with, like I said, he came back with less neck than ever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, And these two, by the way, had an awesome match at uh, WrestleMania before Seth ran in. Yeah. Uh And that, I mean, it was an amazing match at WrestleMania 31. Um, so these two can go. I'm looking for, uh, when is it going to happen though? That's what I can't figure out. Well, and see, and I wanted to talk about this because the speculation is that this, this championship match is going to take place in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I didn't even think of that, but that makes sense. Which also then begs the question, does Roman do the job in Saudi Arabia to Brock? Why does that beg the question? Well, because it seems with the way things have been booked and because of the money that Saudi Arabia throws around, they kind of have a little bit of a influence on who wins Mm. based on who they favor. Mm -hmm. And if Brock is the big ticket guy and he, and that's the last show of the night, Mm -hmm. I don't know that you have the heel go over. I don't know. Could always do a DQ or something. True. It I mean, be, it wouldn't be satisfying, but yeah, th- but there I mean, are ways out. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting, but it is interesting. Just and it's because it's Brock because he is the right the attraction, the big guy. Do you want to blow one of the few appearances you have him in? You know, whatever amount of time on a loss mm-hmm. well um, you'd have to ask that question no matter when this match happened well that's true that's true yeah um but yeah and again i that's speculation that it's going to take place in saudi arabia which kind of makes sense it, it i don't know when else it would take place anytime soon yeah because i mean it, obviously it's 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 the demon at extreme mm-hmm. rules right and then we've you got could- could do survivor series but it feels bigger than survivor series to me yeah and i i i know what i want to happen at survivor series now well and they always do the brand warfare at survivor series anyway. yeah and it'll be after and we have a draft coming up so there's right. so many factors that throw question marks into the future yeah with the booking so i don't know 
but I'm loving, loving the Heyman in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, seemingly by the end of SmackDown, he's still with Roman. <laughs> seemingly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know. We'll see. Because um, that aspect is like, okay, well, if Heyman turns on Roman, is am I really going to play Heyman as a face? <laughs> That just doesn't yeah. seem natural. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But <laughs> speaking of people that just get booed, <laughs> let's talk about Trey Young and a little bit of celebrity uh, sports. Celebrity how involved. how how is uh, the baby that uh, that Mark Henry and Trey Young had? Oh, I don't know that they had a baby. Yeah, give it a hand. Oh, Trey. Oh, God. I hate you. <laughs> Trey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> even spelled the same. It is. It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Um, yeah, Trey Young from the Atlanta Hawks. Of course, in the house. Because um, they, they, they're at Madison Square Garden, of course. You know, the mm-hmm. Knicks, home of the Knicks. And... Uh, Trey Young, of course, famously last year <laughs> sent the Knicks home in the playoffs. <laughs> sent him back I, I guess. I honestly had no idea who he was. I figured uh, that, you would that, have That's no not idea. me taking a dig. That's not me saying, oh, he's not a real star. I just, I just don't know basketball yeah. at all. Yeah. But I thought it was cool that they, 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 they brought him out and that he had for the heat. And kudos to Trey Young for being like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> I mm-hmm. don't care if they boo me. I've, they booed yeah. me before. <laughs> right, right. I just want to be part of the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of fun when people boo you. Cause you, if you're in a wrestling ring and people are booing you like that, you can handle that however you want. Like you yeah. can, you can flip them the bird. You can, you can curse them out. Like you couldn't do it on the street, but you can do it in a wrestling ring. So yeah. if you're going to get booed, do it at a wrestling. You're going to be a heel. Go for it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I thought that, I thought it was fun. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. We booed you. Yeah. We did you do that time at that indie event? Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> when I went in and did the announcing. Yeah. Yeah. My friends fun. were there to it watch was... me and they all booed me. It was great. <laughs> it was fun, right? Appreciate the support, guys. <laughs> we thought it was a blast. <laughs> I'm sure you did. That's <laughs> where <laughs> so I got Lodi to sign my uh, US championship. He put Lodi used to wear this. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that. Yep. Um, <laughs> that guy took that spot off like the top of the. He jumped off the balcony and then landed half onto the expo- uh, the pulled out um, bleachers, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, it was stupid. It was it, it was not a good spot. <laughs> it was people who weren't actually wrestlers being stupid. That's what yeah. it was. Be I was there because Marty Janetti was supposed to be there. Oh, that's he was supposed right. to, and then he no showed because he's Marty Janetti. Yeah, um, but that's yeah, that's why. I was but there. we did see like Lodi was there. Uh, was it the Barbarian? I think the Barbarian was there. Maybe. Um, Maybe. And it seems like there was like one more kind of name. Somebody name value. I mean, Boogie Boogie, man, he was always those things. Oh, yeah. He's he's in the area. Yeah. But um, yeah, but one other person, there was at least one other person there that was like, oh, like a decent name, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like nationwide. And yeah, yeah, that was on like Nitro or some stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Right. But uh, anyway, yeah. But yeah, love Trey Young's involvement. Thought that was great. Um. And I'll let you, I know you were really into this. What happened with Bianca and Becky? It, it's, it took a turn. It did. It took a turn. Be- it Becky 
came out in you know obnoxious coat and sunglasses because I guess that's how heels dress. And she she still though is trying to play the cool heel, which isn't really going to work if they're going all in on this. Um, but she was she was doing it. So this is for the contract signing for their mm-hmm. their upcoming match title match. Bianca comes out and just makes it work. She just makes everything work. Everything she said that was designed to get her cheered gets her cheered. Everything she said that was designed to get Becky booed got Becky booed. Bianca, I think she's doing the best work in wrestling right now because she's being handed an impossible task and pulling it off better than Becky Lynch is and better than, I don't know, I can't say for sure better than anybody else would, but there can't be too many people that could pull this off. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I think she did a tremendous job. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like Becky's still hesitant to go full on yeah. with, with the heel. She's, She's trying closer. to be cute and funny. She's trying to get the Esther thing over. She needs to drop that. It's not working. Yeah. Um, it, most people probably don't even pick up on what she's trying to say when she keeps calling Bianca Esther. Uh, I didn't either. Mark picked up on it. Um, I'm unaware. EST. It starts with an EST. So she's calling her Esther. Oh, okay. Yeah. She just needs to drop it. It doesn't work. Um, I mean, it's clever, but yeah, just who who was going to pick up on that? Right. Majority of people aren't. No. Um, So, yeah, but Bianca, Bianca's doing it, and man, I'm impressed. I'm really impressed by Bianca Belair. She's doing great. I, I don't think she gets. I don't think she wins, though. I, I don't either. I mean, I'm hoping she will, but no, I, I agree with you. I don't think she will. We'll, we'll ha- see as things progress, but yeah, as of now, I'm with you. I'm getting a sneaking suspicion she's going to move during the draft. Uh, she could. I think she could, but who knows? Right. Good Lord. Who knows? Uh, of course that's, that's, it's coming up quick. <laughs> it is. It's coming up quick here in just uh, uh, two or three weeks, I think. And uh, so is extreme rules. It's yeah. like a week, a week from Sunday, right? Uh, yeah. A week from this Sunday. Yes. You are yeah. correct. Um, but yeah, uh, we got uh, in Madison square garden, of course, for the show. So we had to break out the big matches and we had a big match between Seth and edge and Seth won. And we were talking about this before about mm-hmm. you yeah, know maybe getting his win back, yeah. Getting his win back and you were 100% correct he did. I do you think this is the final nail though? For Edge? I mean for this feud. Oh, uh certainly for now. Yeah, I okay. I think so. I think they wanted Edge to get the big win on the pay-per-view. Feel good moment on the pay-per-view, but ultimately Seth is the guy that's around full time. And Edge it's isn't. true. This seems like it was designed for Edge to have some time off mm-hmm. with the angle. Maybe wait for a Rumble return. Makes I sense. swear to God, if he enters at number one and wins, <laughs> I swear to God, Tim, I'm gonna oh, the the tone of this whole whole podcast will change until the next until Royal Rumble 2023. I don't think that I I don't I don't think they have him win twice in a, twice in a row. Right. I don't think so. I hope not. God, I, hope not. I like Edge, but no. I, I like Edge too. But let's not yeah, run that no. back. <laughs> um, he can he can enter number one if he wants. He he can stay till the end. He just doesn't need to be the winner. <laughs> right, right. Um, 
But I, I, I love this match. I thought, I thought they did very well. I yeah, thought I thought it was good. I, I, I thought it was good with a, a pretty good ending where he just kind of beats Edge down. He gets yeah. a low blow, and then just uh, beats Edge. So a little bit of cheating. It wasn't completely clean, but it wasn't like you know, five guys interfered and helped Seth win either. Yeah. So he he did it on his own, um, and uh, got the got the curb stomp. And got the win. Of course, the curb stomp, you know, with Edge's neck injury, was sold as being something a little more devastating than it would be to somebody else. Yes. Um, and so they cart him away in the in the ambulance, and we'll see him when we see him. But I, I think they realize that Seth is the one, like I said, who's full-time. And so needed to come out of that looking strong as he's the one who's going to be around doing stuff. Yeah, get him, get him ready for his next program. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, and, uh, as we kind of got that little tease the week before mm-hmm. we were correct, the demon showed up to challenge Roman Reigns yep. and it's not, it's not Finn Balor versus Reigns. It is the demon. So, you know, we haven't seen the demon in forever. Years. Yeah. <laughs> um, years. Yeah. Years. And cause when he went back to NXT, he kind of you know, went back to kind of the, the Prince Devitt thing and that mm-hmm. kind of vibe that he had on the Indies uh, mm-hmm. in New Japan. So um, we weren't sure when or if the Demon would ever come back. Yeah, and even before the, he went back to NXT, it had been a while Yeah, since we'd seen it. I don't remember, I'm not saying we haven't seen it since then, but I don't remember seeing, uh, seeing the Demon since he beat uh, Baron Corbin at SummerSlam in like 30 seconds or whatever that was back yeah. in, what was I, it, 2008? 17 18 yeah. yeah 17 18 somewhere in there but yeah i think i think that was the last time we did see the demon it's last uh, time i remember it yeah but yeah so you know you add you know it seems like more hype more stakes to this match uh but I, again ultimately i just i don't see reigns dropping the belt to balor no 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 especially not with building the brock thing yeah up. not with brock waiting in the wings that would just seem yeah kinda, weird but uh mm-hmm. but yeah but i i i think it's cool to have the demon back it's a spectacle it's a great entrance mm-hmm. yep gives a different vibe it looks yep. it, it looks a little funny with him with that full beard though <laughs> we'll say yeah makeup yeah. the beard is kind of off but yeah it's still it's, it's still gonna be cool I, i'm excited yep. for it yeah um yep. it is now because of everything going down at madison square garden and specifically what i'm hearing because of brock <laughs> and that segment we had a match that we didn't get. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be a tag match with the female competitors, Liv and Tony Storm against Zelina and Carmella. I would have been all for this, and it gets cut. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Is Ugh. this the way they had to go? It's like, why? You couldn't shorten that big like what eight man tag match 10 man 10 man tag yeah you couldn't shorten the 10 man tag match you could trim three minutes off that trim five minutes off seth and edge and there you go Mm -hmm. you've got your tag match it's in zelina was paying tribute to her father yes who died in 9 11 yes Um, and it got cut what yeah this is so disappointing to hear this i mean really it was not only are you taking time away from performers that you need to be spotlighting? Yep. Um, 
because I mean, because of this, we we got no in ring female competitors in Madison Square Garden. We did not. Yep, we had the we one contract signing with Bianca. That yep, that's it. Bianca Becky, and that was it. We had no women wrestling on SmackDown. Yeah, oddly yeah. enough, on Raw, I think they had practically everybody. Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> every I think every female on their roster was in a match. No Dana Brooke. Um. I don't know if there's anybody else. Actually, Mark and I were talking about that while the show was on. Um, yeah, but that's that's backwards from what yeah. it usually is. So, so yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's real frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating for so many reasons. It's frustrating for for Zelina. It's frustrating for the four of them and their TV time. It's frustrating. Um, you know, I, I think they deserved to get the reaction that I think. Madison Square Garden would have given them. Yeah, mm-hmm. precisely. I mean, Liv has been getting great reactions. Yep. Tony, I think is. I mean, her initial debut got big reaction, so mm-hmm. I think that would have continued here. Yeah. Um, we've always heard that Vince uses Madison Square Garden basically to determine who's over. Yeah. And so, if Liv comes out and gets a huge response at Madison Square Garden, you think that's not going to help her? Of course it's going to help her. Yeah. In his eyes, it will help her. And she didn't even get the opportunity. Yeah, it's very, just again, just disappointing and I mean, heartbreaking, really, that this was taken away. And again, my heart bleeds for Zelina in this yep. because she wanted to pay tribute to her father. Yeah. And, and I mean, Tony too, for a different reason. I mean, she's been on, she had one match, that she had a backstage segment the week before. And, um, and that's, that's it. That's all she's that's done. It. <laughs> well, she had the match. Then she was MIA for a while. Then right. she got the back. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah, come on. And again, like we said, the draft is coming up. So maybe they're like, why, you know, especially if they think they might be moving some people. Maybe that's one of the reasons. But- I, I think they should make it up to them by putting them on the pay-per-view. Have this match on the pay-per-view. I agree. I'm I'm for that. Yes. Put it on the pay-per-view. False count anywhere. Make it happen. <laughs> By the way, has there been one match announced for Extreme Rules that has some sort of Extreme Rule? Hmm. I don't think there has been. You know that now that you say <laughs> that. <laughs> we don't have a single stipulation match announced. I'm sure they'll add some you know, tonight on SmackDown, Monday on Raw. But as of now, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah, unless they're just all Extreme Rules matches, and they assume that we understand that. But if that's the case, they have not made it clear. Yes, they. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's a good point. Like, what's a what's pay for you? Extreme Rules. Cool. What kind of match do they have? Regular ones. Traditional, <laughs> the regular, but the you know regular. <laughs> Be like Daniel Bryan, Daniel uh, Daniel Bryan slash Brian Danielson yelling technique, technique. In, his, <laughs> in his matches. <laughs> that's that's what we'll be getting in Extreme Rules. Oh my God! Uh, speaking of Mister Brian Danielson, let's move over to some AEW talk, and they had a pretty big week too, and they have a big week coming up. I've heard next week is going to be huge. Uh, I even I've got the car because I mean this is basically a two night pay per view that they're putting mm. on free TV essentially. 
when you look at this lineup. Now, on AEW, we have some cool stuff happen. Uh, Punk comes out to start the show. He's going to do commentary, which is really cool because he's always fun on commentary. Uh, and he vibed really well with the commentary team. They get some interaction with um, uh, Hook and Taz. Taz comes out all pissed off that he's taking his job <laughs> because Taz isn't doing commentary, which leads to a sneak attack from Hobbs and puts him through the table. Um, this is a couple segments in after he's done commentary for a couple matches, of course. Um, setting up Hobbs and Punk on Rampage next week. We'll get to that whole card in a second. But uh, that's going to be huge. Punk's first match on TV in seven years. Um, and against a powerhouse. Powerhouse Hobbs. I mean, the dude's jacked and huge. His name. Yeah, so interested to see that dynamic. Um, but I'll tell you what, I marked out because my girl was on the show, Rosario Dawson. Oh, right. Yeah, I love her. She's great. And she got involved. It was so cool. I loved it. Malachi Black comes out doing his Malachi Black thing, cool entrance and everything. Uh, and he starts talking uh, about, I guess, his cult followers or whatever. And then he's like, yeah, there's a there's a traitor in our midst or someone wearing the, the wrong colors or blah, blah, blah. And he's talking about Rosaria. Of course, she's there. She's on the big show with Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's there. and She's got. Uh, Actually, uh, when they when they were first promoting that, I saw all the judges. The judges. Is that what they do? They're, they're judges yeah, stuff, they're, right? they're judges stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the judges and I thought, if I'm going to watch it, I'm watching it for Rosario. Yeah. yeah i love rosario dawson yeah rosario dawson's awesome man i love rosario but uh he starts to and she's wearing a nightmare family shirt in there to support in the front row and he finds her eyes and he starts getting in her face and she's like you want some so she jumps over the barricade (laughs) (laughs) it's like what's going on and punk is so funny because this is before the attack and, and punk's just like because they're like, is somebody going to help Rosario? Punk starts to get up or act like he is. And he's like, I, man, I'm going to have to go down there because I can't go home if I don't go try and stick up for Rosario. But then <laughs> um, Cody starts coming down uh, from the crowd in his big red suit um, and catches uh, Malachi's attention. And then Rosario jumps on his back and puts like a rear naked choke on him, <laughs> swinging around. Um, until Cody gets down there to kind of make the save, and then they brawled all over, all over the arena. But I thought this was just really cool involvement. I thought this was great. I, I totally marked out for that. Of course, they're setting up. They're going to have a match on Dynamite next week, Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black, um, kind of to pay off this back-and-forth feud they've had. Did the um, crowd like Rosario getting involved? I, I think they did. I think also because of she wasn't really kind of announced other than the announcers talking about it, unless they did it uh, while so they not weren't on the house on, mic or anything. Yeah. Unless that was done, not on broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know that everyone knew who she was mm. in the moment. Um, so, I mean, the crowd reacted, especially when she jumped on his back mm-hmm. and was kind of trying to choke him, but um. So reacted, but not as loud as I probably would have expected. Okay. But I don't know that they announced who she was beforehand. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but so that happened. That was cool. We got um, oh, what am I blanking on? MJF comes out and talk about going somewhere you don't expect. Man, MJF comes out. Of course, he's going to be taking on Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, on Dynamite next week as well. And he comes out and he says, I'm going to take this moment because I want to talk to Brian Pillman. Not Junior, Brian Pillman. He starts looking up to the sky and talking. He's like, who am I kidding? And then starts talking to the floor. Oof. Man, you talk about heel heat. Jesus. Man, it was scathing. Uh, Of course, Pillman Jr. gets in there with a chair, um, runs him off, getting more tension for that match uh, coming up, which I think is great. And like I say, MJF is just heel personified. Number one, I think number one heel in the business right now is MJF. Roman? Slight number two. And I, I say that only because of the legitimate heat that MJF seems to be getting. Mm-hmm. Um, of just hatred, yeah, that hatred heat, um, that old school Roddy Piper heat, <laughs> that Tim Kennard at an indie show heat. Yes, that heat. That, that all right. Heat. Oh, okay, you're right. Then. <laughs> um, we also got uh, Moxley and Kingston taking on 2.0, which then ended with run-ins from Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer setting up their match. Um, lots of good stuff, but let's just kind of, and of course, okay. The big news, the big news out of dynamite, the huge news is the segment that came down between Kenny Omega and the American dragon, Brian Danielson. And they went back and forth. And I tell you what, on this week's episode of dynamite, the word of the night was shit. (laughs) Oh yes. I heard they said it a lot. It was almost like that South park episode. Yeah, I saw people <laughs> referencing that. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. The um, South Park episode that changed television, by the way. Yes. I don't think people give that enough credit. Yeah. yeah. So maybe this will change wrestling television. <laughs> I, I don't think it. I think it's already changed. <laughs> yeah, it's already changed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, we get s- some great interaction uh, with Don Callis talking, and then you know Brian Danielson is like, "We're gonna have this match," and. and and, uh, you know, they bring up the whole thing. You can't expect to come in here and have a title match. No, you're not. No, no, absolutely not. And Brian comes out and he says, hey, I don't care about the title right now. We'll worry about that later. I want to know who's the best. I want to know if you're on my level. And boom, we get it in a week. <laughs> not on pay-per-view. They're going to do this on Dynamite. Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, dream match happening. Man. I but not for not for the title. Non-title. It is non-title. Championship so they, contenders match. <laughs> no, it's non-title, so they get to keep their integrity with the, the ranking system a little bit mm-hmm. this way. Um, at least for now, I still think they're probably gonna try and start to migrate a little bit away from that. <laughs> Um, just because it seems so hard to a to keep up with, and for storytelling purposes, it's just very hard Mm -hmm. to to track. And I don't think they quite understood what they were getting into when they when they started that. But yeah, 
Um, I I have no doubt that next week's episode of, of Dynamite will be probably very good. We've also got Britt Baker and Ruby Soho. Yeah, the women's championship. Yeah, the other matches that night. Well, we've got uh, CM Punk's going to have a a live interview hyping his match, which will be on uh, Rampage. Um, And it's what is it? It's called Dynamite Grand Slam, and then Rampage Grand Slam, basically. Yeah, and they're two hours each. Yeah, I was going to say Rampage is two hours. Two hours. Uh, Start earlier and later. That I haven't seen. I haven't seen whether it's starting earlier, which would put it directly in competition. Smackdown, right? Or if it's just going to go from like 10 to midnight. Mm. Don't know yet. It's a Friday. Uh, you can go to midnight. Oh, yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me. That may be what they're doing. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes, Malachi Black. These are the ones for Wednesday. The CM Punk interview. MJF, Brian Pillman Jr. Kingston and Moxley versus Archer and Suzuki. Britt Baker defending her title against Ruby Soho. Uh, FTR taking on Darby Allen and Sting. Should be a great match. And I think they're gearing, I think we're headed to a match where Tully and Sting are going to wrestle. Oh. Uh, I yeah. think that's where this is going. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know that I want that. But right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, at least make it a tag match. <laughs> don't, mm-hmm. Please don't let it be one-on-one. Yeah. Um, and then Omega and Maybe they'll protect it by making it an evening gown match, like uh, oh, like uh, <laughs> like the the Stooges did back in the day. Patterson, Patterson, and Briscoe. One second. <laughs> hey, that was like the highest rated segment ever, <laughs> in at the time or something, or pretty close to it. One of the highest rated. I know, and that that says something, <laughs> right? Um, but good yeah, day. it says. Sting and Tully. That's what it says. Evening gown match, baby. You go. Uh, hey, they're trying to bring that audience in, right? They're trying to move the needle. There you go. Yeah, baby. You could even give it one of my finishes. It'll be all right. Yeah, see? Time to make a dream. That's the role of it. Right. Um. <laughs> We're already let's just let's just do all the old school stuff. We're already doing a WCW where they gave Hogan Goldberg away on free television instead of waiting true. for pay-per-view. So well, yeah. why not? Let's just pull it all in. I do think. It's going to be a good episode. I do think this is a mistake. Yeah. Well, and again, I don't know that we're going to get a clean finish. Yeah. But if we don't get a clean finish, then, okay, maybe I have a rematch on pay-per-view. But guess what? We've already seen it. That's true. It's not the first time. That's We've true. We've already seen it. And it's doing rematches, which is what people say they hate. They hate all the rematches that WWE does. It's the yeah. first time. Put it on pay-per-view. Rather than using it for a one-night rating that's true that's true i mean you're not wrong you're not wrong now i will say granted that aw doesn't do as many pay-per-views right they only do four a year right uh right now uh that could obviously which is good i think that's good yeah and i think Um, if you build so take this time to build to that but here i have a way that this could be a real interesting story you know, you have the match, you have it go down legit, even if there's interference, but you still get a clean, you know, you get a clean, decisive winner and a pinfall. Danielson wins. And then we get to follow the journey of him having to climb the ranks so that he can get a rematch with Omega and attempt to win the belt. Because the way their ranking system works, it's not who you beat, it's how many people you beat. Yeah, it's your record. It's your record. Yeah, 
matters. That's weird. Okay. So I think that could be a cool story. It, it could. And I'm not, I'm not down. I'm not saying there aren't good stories they could tell. I'm just saying this is at least on, uh, maybe they met, I'm sure they met in the Indies and, uh, and on. Oh no, they've, uh, they've, they've wrestled yeah. before. They right. did. But this on this scale though, at yeah, this no. grand stage, this is the first time. And I think you should make people pay money to see it. Hmm. I don't disagree. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. This is a money match. This will, yeah. this would get you pay-per-view buys. Yes. This would get people who don't normally order your pay-per-view to order mm-hmm. your pay-per-view. Right. No argument there. Right. Um, and if you only have four pay-per-views, that gives you more of an opportunity to make them big and special with matches like this. Yes. So I agree. You don't get many matches like this, so don't give them away on free TV. Not for the first time. For a rematch, sure. But yeah. for the first time you're having a match, I think it's a mistake. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll but see we'll, we'll see where they go with it. I don't know that we'll see that it's a mistake because it will get a big rating. Well, that's and true. And then we'll just we'll just never know what what the buy rate would have been if they'd done it first on pay-per-view. So I don't I don't think we'll see. But I think my gut tells me and the history of, of wrestling tells me it they they would have more of a long-term benefit from this if they waited and put it on pay-per-view. And again, I don't disagree at all. I yeah. don't disagree at all. Um, for Rampage Grand Slam, we get Adam Cole and the Young Bucks taking on Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Be a great trios match there. Interesting, yeah. Um, you get, again, CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. That's For me, that's the main event <laughs> okay. for Rampage. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's Punk back in the ring again. Right. Um, and then we get the Men of the Year versus Jericho and Jake Hager. Who are the Men of the Year? Uh, men of the Year. There's, uh, and I'm good. I can't remember his name year. now. Um, why, am, why am I totally spacing on that? That This is uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page. Uh, and, and but also Dan, I think it's Dan Lambert is the guy's name that's come out, and he represents a lot of people from like uh, like MMA uh-huh. and UFC and and some of the combat sports. Great heel work on the mic, by the way. This Dan Lambert guy, he's come out okay. several times, and he came out and he just ran the people down there in Jersey, um, and it was talking, and it's funny because he was sitting there kind of voicing a lot of it's like man this would be this might be steve if he cut a super heel promo like on oh, really? AEW because he's like you got your people doing your flippy dippy doodahs and, and getting up after huge big power bombs and off the top rope and they just one two kick out one two kick out <laughs> you know it's like these people in this ring because he had a he had a whole crew with him like mma guys like crazy stuff um he's like but these people do it for real blah 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 um and then Jericho's music hits and he and Jake come out and the crowd singing Judas and Dan Lambert's like turn that shit music off <laughs> people that don't even know the words they're just looking it up on their phones they don't know the words <laughs> of this song that's funny classic heel stuff because what yeah. did it do obviously they just kept singing yeah we don't need the music we've done this before yeah um and great back and forth between them. Jericho gets a, a dig in uh, with a couple WWE references without being 
exact WWE references. He's like, I'm no stranger to getting into the ring with big MMA guys. I've taken on a beast before. I've yeah. uh, I've gotten in a backstage scrap and brawl with a big old Bill before. <laughs> ah, Bill yeah. Goldberg, of course. Right. right. Um, and uh, I, it, it was really good. So that's it. They're getting this tag match. So, but the whole point of this is, I don't see Jericho and Jake losing but man scorpio sky and ethan page need a win <laughs> mm, yeah they really need a win they're super talented and they've got a great future but they just keep getting jobbed out and i yeah. and they really need to get some shine but i don't know if this is going to be it <laughs> right right um, and you know we've mentioned all these new people coming in to AEW. you know a lot of them old wwe stars and how they hopefully will still have room for their homegrown stars, but we're starting to see a little frustration. Brian Cage has been speaking out. Yeah, his wife about even. How, his wife too about how unhappy they are now with how he's being used or not used. Has he has he been on lately? Um, he did just have that match with um, Ricky Starks. Which how long I th- ago was that? Uh, week before last, maybe. Okay, I think um somewhere in the past week or two i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. and i and of course i can't remember i think starks beat him oh wow. but with okay. but i think it was a i think it was with help from like hobbs and uh okay and then i think okay i could be totally remembering that the wrong way but mm-hmm. but yeah he has he has been very vocal about being unhappy with how he's used mm-hmm. um and i and i get it i understand yeah they just have to be careful because they'll they'll start running into the same problem that yeah. WWE has run into. Um, and, you know, people online will come up with reasons why they won't, but we're already starting to see it happen a little bit. So they just need to be careful. That's all. Yeah. You just got to watch it. You got to watch yeah. it. Um, but yeah, you just don't want to fall into that trope. Uh, right. But let's move on to, uh, uh, we had a big debut of a, a brand new show, basically. NXT. Oh. Two point oh, I'm sorry, I am jumping. You are because <laughs> I was, like, I was we looking. We, we talked about Liv and Tony, and it was in, right. Yeah. Never mind. I'm going to shut up. We'll come back to NXT 2.0 because we really want to talk about that. But we got to get our stardom update. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, this won't take long because uh, it's mostly five star, five star, five star, five star. Um, and so uh, you know, to to my surprise, Momo keeps winning. Momo is still ahead in uh in her in her side of the bracket so she's she's winning uh on the other side we've got um saya kamatani is has now taken the lead Uh, now i'm seeing people say that point totals momo has 10 but she should have 12 because she's had five wins and then the julia where julia was pulled because of injuries and then momo was supposed to get two points for that but i'm seeing people say she has 10 points so i'm not sure if they're just not up to date or if they decided not to give points for people who were scheduled to face julia Hmm. but if that's the case then the people who already beat julia have an advantage that other people don't that's true um now of course you know this is all booked and they can (laughs) they can tweak it however they want to to compensate um but i'm just saying if you're going to present it as a legitimate tournament, you got to figure out some way to do that. Um, but regardless, 
whether it's 10 or 12 points, Momo's sitting on top at the, at the current moment. Uh, we've got some shows coming up this weekend and then September 25th. So that's a week from Saturday, a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the finals will be live on pay-per-view. Hey. So uh, we've got a start in pay-per-view and a WWE pay-per-view next weekend. Um, I, I'm going to be busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm going to be watching a lot of wrestling. Um, but yeah, and by the way, Momo had two back-to-back matches, not back-to-back on the same show this time, but on back-to-back shows, she had two great matches, one with Hameka, which she actually lost that one. So she's lost one more since last week, but she's also won two more. Um, so she had a great match with Hameka and then an even better match with Kaguma um, that just it, very simple. Like Momo understands that previous matches can affect what people expect in the match she's wrestling in the moment. And also that you can set up things earlier in a match to make moments later in a match more dramatic. It's very simple, but not a whole lot of people do it. And uh, just a bunch of convincing near falls. That's really what it came down to. And Momo's excellent at that when she has someone in there that uh, can go and can keep up with her. And the, the both of those matches actually went on my, my 2021 best matches list. Uh, the Kaguma match was fairly high. Um, top top 15 or so, I think. So, um, yeah. So Momo is, is killing it right now. Um, uh, yeah. Other than that, they're just trying to catch up on that tournament. And uh, it'll be ending next weekend. Wow. Well, hoping Momo. Momo. Hoping Momo is, is at least in the final. Of course, if she's in the final and loses. <laughs> the tease. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll we'll see. I'm afraid somebody will catch up at the last second and pass her or something. That's Aww. that's how that's how my life goes. By the way, we had we also had the uh, crowning. We don't talk about Ring of Honor, but we had the crowning of the uh, new women's champion over the weekend. They had the finals of their tournament. Oh, I missed this a- as well with Roxy versus Miranda Alize and pulling for Miranda Alize. But they were both my favorites. They were my two favorites in this whole tournament. Roxy got the win. Okay, uh, but that's that's fine. I mean, they were both great, and so. And they both signed contracts with Ring of Honor right before the match, like the in the weekend leading up to the match. So they're both contracted now to Ring of Honor. They're both excellent. So if you like women's wrestling, and you should, because women's wrestling is just wrestling, yeah. um, then uh, there's some good stuff going on over there right now, That's especially awesome. with those two. Yeah. Congratulations, Roxy, on picking up that win. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll have to go back and check that out. I've... She's like 19, I think. Yeah. Like 19 years old. Yeah, they call her the prodigy. I completely forgot that that was going on as well. Dang. Yeah. I have to go back and catch up. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. but let's move on to NXT 2.0. For real. I, re- this time. I really want to talk about this because I have mixed feelings. <laughs> oh, okay. Not in a bad way. Not in a mm-hmm. bad way. Well, I, does it mixed mean good and bad? Well, I, I mean, not overly negative when I say mixed oh. is... I, I do like the look. I actually enjoy the look. Okay. I like I like it being brighter, not as dark, mm-hmm. dingy. Granted, it does have that kind of main roster feel. Um, the, look, and, the look does, you mean? Yeah, the okay. look. Uh, and to be fair, and Kevin Dunn was 
had his hands, I think, all over this week <laughs> mm-hmm. as he was there to oversee it. Yeah. Um, and because we had, you know, the kind of oh, this started out as a tag match. Oh, now it's a six-person match. Oh, that's just like out of Raw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a few little moments like there that like that, but let's let's talk about the debut of a superstar um and uh inexplicably has went through three or two name changes before we got to here yeah um which was just stupid now, this is the part i don't like yeah <laughs> it's, yeah it's like i'm sorry braun breaker right who's you know what when i heard this what i immediately thought of chili mcfang <laughs> One of those crap names they wanted to give Stone Cold. Oh, Chili McFreeze. Oh, it's Chili McFreeze, excuse me. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, and Fang McFrost or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. Something like that. But yeah, some of the crap names that they tried to give Stone Cold. By the way, Conan, he, he was on Conan and Brian one night a long time ago, long time ago, talking about how he came up with Stone Cold, that, you know, he set his drink down on the kitchen table. His wife at the time said, make sure you drink that before it turns Stone Cold. And uh, he said, that's it. That's going to be my name. And Conan O'Brien said, wow, it's a good thing she didn't say drink it before it becomes a tad chilly. <laughs> that's true. That's that's funny, too. That's that's, that's especially that's, funny because that's really not all that different from the names they were. Getting. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's just oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I don't like Braun Breaker. Interesting enough, I found out that the, the announcers weren't even allowed to mention Rick Steiner's name. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, if they're going to change his name so that we don't know he's a Steiner, then clearly, for whatever reason, they don't want to acknowledge that. Yeah, I, I, I wish I knew why. I mean, I just don't understand why. Because the guy looks like a Steiner. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and he's awesome. Good Lord, the guy... I thought his match with LA Knight went well. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I was like, why LA Knight? Because <laughs> he's in no. the match later. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> and I thought that that was who William Regal was going to put in the fatal. Yeah. Four-way. But then we got Von Wagner out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So who they apparently have huge hopes for. And I, I, granted, I thought, and I tell you, for half a second, I thought they were going to put the belt on. I, I did too. I did too. I, I was really thinking, oh, are they going to? I was yep. like, NXT 2.0, they're going to put it on somebody completely brand new. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really did enjoy that Fatal Four Way. I thought that match was pretty good. Of course, you had mm-hmm. Pete Dunn. It was had, short. Yeah, it was not very long. And I think that's because of obviously the wedding. Right. Now, another part I didn't like was that the wedding was the main event. Oh, I, I kind of expected that. You have to set it up, and yeah, I just, yeah. I just hate it when a non wrestling segment is main event over your crowning a new champion. <laughs> I can understand that. on your but first I think lo- night of a new brand. That's I think I think it was just the logistics of it more than yeah, that. and I, I get that. Like I said, that's that's just one of the parts that I just didn't care for as much was just how that played out. But yeah. Great match between Pete Dunne, a short one, but Pete Dunne, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Von Wagner, and L.A. Knight. Um, it was supposed to be uh, Kyle O'Reilly, but uh, Pete Dunne and um, his running buddy? Uh, Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland. Uh, 
just absolutely mugged him in the dressing room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and, I thought Dunn was going to win ultimately. Honestly, I thought LA Knight was going to win before See, he, they, b- before they started the night with him taking on Braun Breaker. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, early on either Tuesday or maybe late on Monday, they, it, it was revealed that P Dunn had just signed a new three-year deal. Yeah. And, and so, so I thought, I thought that locked him in. I thought, Oh, he's going to win. Um, yeah. And I, I kind of, I follow that logic. That would make a lot of yeah. sense. Um, but yeah. So Von Wagner looked like he was going to win it there for a second, but then of course it becomes, uh, Tommy Ciampa gets it. Um, what's he called? A uh, Goldie. Goldie comes home. You call him Tommy Ciampa? Tommy Ciampa. <laughs> Tommy Ciampa, man. My Tommaso God, Ciampa. there's no, there's no stopping you. There is none. You can't, you can't do it. Ah, uh, oh, your rage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if Edge comes in at number one and wins the Rumble, <laughs> you will never be starving. <laughs> the rage will will be uh, unending. Uh, yeah, so Ciampa wins the title. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I like Ciampa. I always have. Um, there was a point where he was NXT for a while. He kept yeah, that place kind of going. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I thought that was cool. I, I, honestly, I think I think he's a placeholder. It feels that way to me too. I, I, I think we're going to get like a. I wouldn't be surprised if Braun Breaker takes it from him after the interaction, right? At the end of the night, right? Um, and we should mention Samoa Joe too. Yeah, and Samoa Joe, of course, had to vacate. And this we found this out, I guess, Sunday night. I think is when mm-hmm. it broke. Um that he had to vacate the title because he wasn't cleared to compete. It might now, have been Monday. It might have been my was it the day before? I feel like it was the day before the show. No, it was before Raw. It was right. definitely before which, Raw. Which would have been Monday. <laughs> but I mean yeah. I, it was like the day before Raw. So I'm pretty sure it was Sunday night is when he tweeted it out. Okay. And then they talked about it Monday night. Yeah. Because of it being the next night. Uh that's when they announced the fatal four way would be for the title. Mm-hmm. on monday mm-hmm. um but there's a lot of speculation as to whether this is legit or if this is just kayfabe see i don't think there's a chance that it's kayfabe you don't think so Nah, nah. there are other ways to get there that's true um i feel With, bad. without without damaging the lineage of that title that's true um yeah. i feel bad for joe though because it being legit he just had the worst luck yeah, he has just had the worst luck, and he's such great performer. Uh, from all accounts, a really great guy. Yeah, um, loves the business, um, and he's one of those guys you know. Even once he can't wrestle anymore, he's still going to be in the business. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an announcer, an agent, something. He's going to be work trainer. He'll be working with him for years and years to come. But yeah, just can't catch a break. It seems. Yeah. Um, but uh, so hopefully, I mean, again, if it's legit, get well soon. You yeah, know, always come back, Joe. We, I like Joe. I, I want to see him wrestle at least a, a, maybe a couple more years if he can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. for some, yeah. there's some matches it's, I would love to see. Yeah, that he could be involved in. He's been um, wrestling a long time. That's true. He has he has time. not had yeah. a short career. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, B-fab. 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 Yeah, finally. 
debuts in the ring. Yep. And uh, not exactly a squash, but kind of. I mean, she yeah, pretty, it was pretty much dominated short. the match. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was fine. She a, a little clumsy. It seemed at times, stumbling around a little bit. I was going to say, um, I, I, it's like I, I see where they're going with it, but you could definitely see the areas where she's still pretty green. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I mean. She'll get there. You know, She'll get there. She the, hasn't wrestled much. Yeah, she has the tools. She just needs the experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was really just starting to get in-ring experience when COVID hit. Yeah. So. And so she, I mean, I, I think she's had fewer than you know, 20 or 30 matches. And, but, and we're talking like at the training center, <laughs> probably. Like, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, just keep, keep at it. And it wasn't horrible. No. Um, and I mean, she makes up for it with the charisma. With the charisma. Absolutely. I mean, she, yeah. she's right. She's got all the tools except for the experience right now. That's yeah. what she needs. She needs to just get more experience under her belt and she's going to be f- fantastic. Indeed. Yep. Um, but yeah, so really, really liked uh, the fact that they finally got her debuted. We're getting more of this hit row versus the Legato del Fantasma and all them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think think it's got to be building to an eight person tag. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, that seems natural. That seems like a natural fit. Um, It kind of my fantasy booking right now um, is for Survivor Series. Throw it on Survivor Series. Yeah. Make it a Survivor Series elimination match. Logistically, yeah. you got to figure it out because you know it is mixed tag, but right, yeah. So, like, you know, if BFAB gets eliminated, how do they eliminate? Well, that's true, they? yeah, <laughs> yeah, but or something like that. I don't know. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I, I'm loving that. Can't wait for more. We got uh, some stuff from uh, you know the in ring promo from um, Carmelo <laughs> Hayes, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm excited to see where he goes. And plus, we got to wait and see who's he going to challenge. Mm-hmm. He's got that title shot that he can that he can exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of I guess it's kind of like Money in the. I don't know if it's like I can just come out and say, "Hey, you're wrestling me now," like Money in the Bank. Yeah, I don't think so. I think no. he has to basically call his shot, be like, "Hey, right. I'm going to challenge you next week." Right. Whatever kind of deal. Um. But uh, I wish to see more with him. But let's get to the wedding. Let's just yes. get, well, actually, I do want to point out, dude, you are 100% right about the uh, the brothers, the dudes. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, dude. Uh, Brutus and Julius Creed. The Creed, the Creed brothers, yes. Yes. Man, you talk about hard hitting. Yeah. That was crazy. That and, was crazy. And talk about lame ring gear. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. It's like, the hardest hitting, lamest looking wrestler. <laughs> right, right. Dude. But yeah, no. Because I, I remember because I got into, I got home and started watching NXT late. And that's the match I actually started with. I had to go back mm. and, and watch the earlier stuff before. Um, but, and I was like, who are these dudes? And then it's like, the Creed Brothers. And I'm like, oh, that's the Creed Brothers? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah, they just I keep thought doing they were that. the jobbers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to be the ones that got beat because oh, they're, they're doing the job. Um, but they keep doing what they're doing, and they'll they'll definitely catch on. 
Oh, goodness. Oh, there we go. I lost the sound in my ear for a second. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, okay. Um, yeah, so that was that was real cool. But let's get to the wedding. <laughs> we we run a professional outfit here, folks. We do. We yeah. We, we're so this is this is why. Hey, like, share, subscribe, donate. We <laughs> we need the money to be more professional. <laughs> oh goodness! Someone hire us, please, please. Um, wedding. The wedding. Let's get to the wedding. Um, I'll say it. Entertaining as all hell. Oh my! God. I loved it. Yes. I loved it. I, I love. I love Dexter Loomis's middle name is Gaylord. Yes. Before the wedding <laughs> I, even started, I love that we got uh uh what's his name? Surprise shows up from the way. Um oh oh yeah, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. And yeah. I love that he says he brought a priest and Damien Priest was there. Right. That popped me. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Um, well, and and before on social media. Uh, they tweeted out a picture. Did you see this of Dexter Loomis? And then there was a missing again poster with Austin Theory on it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that, but that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I love I love that Austin and Johnny and uh, Odyssey, they're all dressed like Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Tuxes, they were all dressed up in like Dexter's ring gear. <laughs> that was tremendous. Yeah. Um, just the idea that, you know, the wrestling wedding always goes horribly. And so all these things kept almost happening to stop the wedding. Yeah. But they all, they kept getting through it and getting through it. Yeah. It was great. He chokes out the minister. And then <laughs> here comes Beth Phoenix, who just happened yeah. to get ordained because she thought something like this might yep. happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which was great. And yeah, the, the wedding goes off. It actually happens yep. happily ever after, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, know, we're only a few days in. Let's we're see. Only a few days in. We'll <laughs> Don't get ahead of us. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying I'm very curious as to where we're going to go <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. this story. Yeah, um, I like that on social media, uh, Indy Hartwell was taking the wedding invitation graphic and retweeting it and tagging people like John Cena and people like roman reigns yeah. and just the biggest stars in the business <laughs> yeah they're all so great they're great it was amazing it was yeah oh good lord <laughs> i'm gonna miss johnny <laughs> i'm gonna miss johnny in december because i don't i don't think he's gonna stay with the company <laughs> i don't know i don't know um not everybody can leave not every, that's true. Not everybody can leave. I and I don't want him to because I I really like Gargano. I think mm-hmm. he's entertaining. He's supremely talented, and he's um, doing fun stuff, interesting yes. stuff. He's doing interesting stuff. He doesn't have to be involved with the title. Gets his TV time. Yeah, he's you having. Know, he's clearly having fun. Clearly having. Yes. Fun. Um. He even tweeted about you know how much he loves wrestling after this whole segment, after the whole wedding thing. Yeah. So. But it's like, you know, I mean, I guess the one bright spot is, you know, they did just re-sign Pete Dunn. Yep. Which is great. And Pete Dunn's not a huge guy. Right. Um, because it's like I got especially when they took Kyle O'Reilly out, I'm just like, mm, <laughs> what's this mean for Kyle O'Reilly? Mm. <laughs> you know, with all the talk of could be more cuts coming and they want to oh, go a different right. direction with people. And right. there was that rumor that you know, some names that were synonymous with NXT for a long time might be on the chopping block. Right. 
you know so we haven't I, seen anything come of that though that's true nothing's come of it yet they did make some other cuts right uh before the week started but that was to crew mm-hmm. and not to performers yeah um but yeah which i thought was interesting you're gonna cut the crew right before you debut the new show <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, not my show. <laughs> I, yep. I, don't, I don't run it. Um, but yeah, fun wedding. Loved every second of it. Give me more. Can't wait to see it. And you talk about pictures. I saw a couple of the promotional pictures. I guess it was after the wedding, and it's like Austin and and uh, Indy and Johnny and Dexter. They're all just you know in front of the kind of gray backdrop. And what I thought was funny is when you look at it, it looks like every single one of them was photoshopped into the photo, but they're not, but it looks like they are. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah. Oh, and, the, great. and the pop when he spoke. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was great too. Oh man. <laughs> I love that. He carries the ax with him. Right. All, even in the tux. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why were they all objecting like yeah. why, all the hands go like um um what? what do they know that i don't why are you guys even here <laughs> right <laughs> yeah who are you objecting for indy or him <laughs> exactly that's that's the question um but yeah great stuff great stuff um also real quick uh we got new look mandy rose Yes. Um, which I, I, I like the brunette look. I like the stable because I, I like uh, Gigi Dolan mm-hmm. um, and uh, JC Jane. No, JC Jane. Jesse Kamei is the one with Robert Stone. Robert Stone. I always mm-hmm. mix those up. Yes. Um, yeah. And gets, you know, start out as a tag match is what I was referring to when they yeah. kind of got uh, main rostered <laughs> yeah. effect. Which started as a tag, then there's interference. Oh, now it's a six man. All we needed was Teddy Long, um, but uh, but then and she, she was up- like backstage before the match. She was in a shroud, like she was the higher power or yeah, something. Like, they were, like what was that? Yeah, yeah, because it was like, oh, this is this is the real you. And I was like, okay, so obviously there's a look change coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we get the 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 brunette hair, and she a pretty pretty devastating looking knee finisher. Yeah, she's done that before. Yeah. Um that looked really good. She picks up the victory against um uh the Casey's and mm-hmm. uh Saray. Yeah. So uh so we'll see where that goes, but I like I can't they said I think toxic distortion, I think is what they're calling their stable. I think I think something like that. I they cut so. like a promo that was on online on YouTube after the fact. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So cool. Interesting to see with that. Um, see where it goes. I think mm-hmm. Mandy Rose again. I think she's uh, one of those that has potential, but just hasn't mm-hmm. yeah. hasn't grabbed that brass ring yet. And maybe this yeah. this character change will give her that uh, that chance. Do Let's we see. know why the uh, Raquel Frankie match was? That was the other thing I was going to say. This is another thing that makes it feel like a main roster match because we get an advertised match that doesn't happen and they don't mention. Mm-hmm. Not and I haven't seen anything online as to why. Yeah, I haven't either. So we were supposed to get that championship match between Raquel and uh, and Frankie, and didn't happen. Maybe it was because of they knew the wedding was going to take so much time. Because I mean, the show ran over too; it ran past ten. It always uh, does so every week. NXT runs over. Oh, does it? 
It has an overrun. Yeah, what's interesting is Raw lost its overrun, but NXT has one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. God, that's telling right there. (laughs) Yes. That's that's really telling. But um, but yeah, so maybe the maybe it's gotten pushed to to this upcoming week. We'll see, but they've they've said nothing about it. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't just say that. Yeah, they haven't officially said anything about it, and I haven't seen anything like on the dirt sheets, like nobody's talking Mm -hmm. about it other than it was it just didn't happen yeah so hopefully at least at least we got women wrestling on the show that aren't involved in a title in the in a title feud that's true and two matches technically three (laughs) because the tag then ended oh oh, 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 right 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 right, right. um dusty finish (laughs) 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 i guess it counts (laughs) but um but yeah so hopefully it was just pushed maybe for time uh, hopefully this isn't, you know, like a bad news situation mm-hmm. with uh, COVID or injury mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I've seen pictures being posted of Frankie today and, and whatnot. So she must be fine. Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I haven't not seen pictures of her. I just noticed I saw yeah. somebody posted a picture of Frankie today. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but let's go ahead and move to raw and get to the, the home stretch here. Um and uh, yeah, so yeah, go ahead. You can talk about this. <laughs> I couldn't believe Charlotte beat Shayna. What? Unbelievable. Never would have called it. Biggest upset in wrestling history. Well, I don't even know what to do. I mean, Shayna's undefeated, right? Uh, I, I I thought so. Can anybody out there tell us any matches Shayna has ever lost? I mean, she hasn't lost like in two years, right? Uh, yeah, not in your head. Yeah, so that happened. Again, more so, I guess, to further the rift between her and Nia. Can't they just do it? Just do it. Stop yeah. giving Shayna losses yeah. as an excuse to do it and just do I'll it. I'll tell you what, Shayna better win this feud with Nia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or I'm going to be furious. Yeah. Like you would be if Edge came in at one. Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just it absolutely is. ridiculous. It is. Shayna should be a main event talent yes. in the women's roster. She yep. should be a credible threat and contender to, for the championship. To, to Big E. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I... I I don't doubt she could beat up half the guys on the roster. I, uh, yeah. She's legit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say more than half. She, yeah. I mean, I like Layla Hirsch, but <laughs> Shayna's legit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So but that anyway, happened. After, after that match, we did get something fun. Yeah. We did get uh, Alexa coming out and she had a gift for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And it was a, I guess, uh, a doll, much like Lily, uh, and she called her what she call her Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, yes, yeah. Um, and she had the got a tweet hair. from Charlie Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she had like a little belt and everything, and then of course heel Charlotte. Yeah, By the way, you can huh? buy it now at wweshop.com. Can you already? Yep, forty bucks. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's there, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to save my comments on that. Apparently, Lily is selling very well. So yes. I guess I can't really blame them. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. that I mean, that makes total sense. The fact that you're yeah. selling Charlie already, that <laughs> yes. is... 
Jeez, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I guess so you can have matches between Lily and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we get the interaction, and, and Charlotte, of course, you know, doll stupid, blah blah blah, and kind of like stomps it on the ground. I like your Charlotte impersonation. Yeah, blah blah blah. <laughs> doll stupid, stupid, <laughs> doll stupid, uh, and you know. Alexa gets mad and Alexa does the move that you hate <laughs> so much. You call it what you want. The tequila sunrise, the Canadian destroyer. So she hits that on the Charlotte. Although I did love. Oh, no, she- no, no, no. She did the, uh, the sunset flip bomb. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. The sunset flip bomb. Don't you be smart, Alexa. <laughs> but I mean, still, it's still, it's kind of, kind of the same <laughs> well no because you have your legs hooked around their arms so you have leverage and it doesn't hit them in a way that would kill them it's true it might not kill them but anyway so she does a sunset flip bomb i do love the fact how she hit it and then slid right into that sitting position yeah i thought that was cool the expression on her face man i hope she wins the title <laughs> i know <laughs> I, as of now, I still don't think she's going to, but maybe that'll change. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been three years. Yeah, since she's been champion, wow. and she's over like Rover. Man, the crowd loves her. That was the biggest reaction, other than Biggie winning the title. That was the biggest reaction that anybody got. Yeah, on Raw. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy, and it was sustained. Everything she said and did got yes. a reaction. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm questioning, is she the most overperformer on Raw right now? She might be. Mm, very po- It's possible. She's certainly in the conversation. She, If she's not number one, she's number two. Yeah. I mean, and number one, because of what happened, is probably Big E. Yeah. Again, Big E, uh, we, we get, uh, we're supposed to have the, match between well they moved it It, again we got all this change Mm -hmm. and instead of having this tag match uh for the tag team championships uh it ended up being okay no we're just gonna have this randy orton versus um bobby lashley match we're gonna have it on raw we're gonna have it extreme rules we're gonna move that to raw we're not gonna have a tag match (laughs) maybe we'll have the tag match at extreme rules i'm so confused i have no idea what extreme rules is gonna be but, I know it'll be a traditional match. But, you know, they're coming out talking <laughs> about that. Biggie comes out. And I love it because, you know, it broke new. You know, there were rumors and news broke that Biggie was going to be on Raw. And everybody's like, oh, it must be a cash and must be a cash. And then Biggie goes out and just tweets like, yeah, no, I'm going to be on Raw and I'm going to cash in my money. Yeah. In the money I'm going I'm to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. And he came out and I, I love the interview segment. You know, you got Lashley. And, and Orton going back and forth, and then Biggie's like, "No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah." But I just want to remind you, I'm, I'm still gonna cash this in. <laughs> I liked Riddle, dude. Yeah. Just please don't cash in on Randy. Don't cash on Randy because <laughs> he's my bud, my bro. <laughs> Matt Riddle is a national treasure. <laughs> I should be treated as such. Yeah, he, he's a lot of fun, but I still didn't. I still wasn't convinced he was going to do it. They never tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. So this was kind of, it was kind of the swerve without being a swerve. Right. I thought they'd find a way out of it. Yeah. And then, you know, get to the end of the night. Orton and Lashley have a pretty decent match. 
and Lashley picks up the victory and then the you know shenanigans outside and then he starts favoring his leg mm-hmm. he puts Randy come, through a table yeah yeah and then here comes Big E referee behind him they get in I thought it was going to be one of those I'm going to cash in but he's going to be like I can't go because of my leg so we can't do it tonight you know or something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. but no that's unfortunately for him not how money in the bank works nope. <laughs> bell rings <laughs> We get there and after uh, commercial, the bell rings. After after commercial, the bell rings. Um, And I got really scared. And I I was like, please don't let Biggie cash in and lose. That would be, that would be disastrous. Disastrous. And they, and they flirted with it. They flirted with that and made you think it, Mm -hmm. but then eventually gets the big ending. Just the one, two, three, and Biggie's the new champ. And again, you know, we were talking about this through text and what you were talking about last week about AEW giving the fans what they want. Yeah. And that's kind of been the difference in what AEW has been doing the past couple of weeks and how WWE has been operating for the a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just say a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on this night, it seems like WWE gave the fans what they wanted. They gave us a show that we, uh, most of the results in the show, what happened is what we wanted to happen. It was good stuff. Yeah. I mean, other than Shayna getting beat. Um, right. But know, she was wrestling. I mean, the women she wrestled. was wrestling. Biggie yeah. won the title. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, I'm basically all the women wrestled. We got, mm-hmm. you know, we got Nikki and, uh, and Rhea, Rhea and mm-hmm. oh. The botched finish. <laughs> yeah, where Tamina didn't kick out. Yeah, yeah, which uh, apparently Tamina was supposed to win the match, which seems pretty obvious since the announcer announced her name and they played her music. <laughs> yeah, um, shame on the announcer for not paying attention to the match. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, um, but but yeah, so we got uh, you know all these great things happening on Raw. It was a really good episode of Raw. I felt I really it dug it. Yeah. Now. I've read that Biggie winning the title from last year, that was always the plan. Yeah. Just not on Raw. This was supposed to happen maybe on the night of the draft. Yeah. Which could Um, still be on Raw. Which still could be on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the original night of the draft. The original. Yeah. But uh, so it's it's interesting that, and I, I do believe this, I think. What happened on Raw is their response to getting beat in the demo mm-hmm. by AEW the previous week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Good, good. Yeah, and I say, and that's what I'm saying. It's excellent, and that's why I'm so excited for AEW next week. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's one of the things I am excited about for that Kenny Omega and that Brian Danielson match on free TV because now I want to see how WWE responds to it. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what yeah. they're going to do to up their game to keep, even though it's not direct competition, not right night of there's a, there's a pride on the line. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a pride for you have a W, which is a, a company been around for you know less than two years mm-hmm. and then coming have, up on two years, but coming yeah. up on two years. And then you have raw who's been around for 30, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and a W comes out and, spanks you in the most important demo mm-hmm. 
and you respond to it, which is great. And they, and the numbers are in, they did really good this week. Well, uh, well, they, they considering that they had competition, <laughs> I guess they, well, the ratings considering actually, they had, yeah. 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 Considering they, they were they, up against Monday night football. Yeah. They were actually the lowest in a, a little while. Um, but I think they would have been lower. Yes. I think, it, I think and, it's considered a win basically because of first Monday night football. And it'll be a bigger test next week. Yes. To see what the follow-up rating is. Yeah. And, and again, to see what they do. Um, uh, and it'll be the go home raw mm-hmm. for the pay-per-view. So who knows, but I'm excited. And, yeah. And, and we mentioned this when they had that good episode before, where they did all the money in the bank qualifying matches back, mm. you know, in July. Um, and that was a really good episode, but, just like you can't have an episode like that every week, you can't have an episode like we had this week every yes. week. So your normal episodes have to be compelling. Yes. And that's that's hard to do, or at least harder to do than having, you know, a big over-the-top special episode like Biggie cashing in and winning. Yeah. Um, so it's tricky. It's not easy. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what they do too. And congratulations to Big E. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. So deserving. It. Mm-hmm. Yes, so deserving. And it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a title reign unlike any we've seen. Yeah, and we get and he gets and they've already said he's officially he's back on Raw, which obviously mm-hmm. right. Um, so he's reunited with the New Day, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I love I love the three of them together. I really mm-hmm. do. And I love that you know he doesn't care who's got the belt. You know, right? There's no jealousy in there, although. That can make for a really good angle one day. Mm-hmm. Could I love make- that they've never split them up though? Yes, and I um, hope that they don't. They could they get to have a match between Big E and Kofi or whoever without splitting the team up. Yeah, they, they do it start them all the time. Yeah, just be like, hey, I respect that you you won this, bro. Why don't you give me a shot? Let's find out mm-hmm. who's better between us. You know, yeah, and, and still be friends afterwards. You know, it's it's totally plausible. Yeah. yeah. Now, what I was saying about Survivor Series and my dream. Is because as we've talked about, I really want them to bring back traditional Survivor Series matches yes. as a thing, like not just the one that right. they sneak in there sometimes. Right. I want to be a card full of them. <laughs> yeah. And why not do, and I think this would be great, especially with how they were, you know, Lashley was talking about all that stuff about how he's running from Roman and, and all that stuff. Instead of doing like Big E versus Roman, uh, champion versus champion type of deal and wasting what could be a great WrestleMania main event one, one day. Let's do Biggie, the New Day, and t- maybe Riddle and, and Orton versus the Usos and Roman. And I don't know who the other two would be on that side. You know, maybe mm-hmm. Baron Corbin and or maybe... Apollo and Aziz, or MVP and and uh, Lashley. Well, I was thinking if you're going to keep it with brand warfare as well. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. That's why I was Survivor Series that. brand warfare matches. Got you. Yeah, if the, if that's still going to be the the plan is to have it be brand warfare, mm-hmm. but bring back the Survivor Series traditional match. That's something you right. could do. Right. Um, you know, I think that would be cool. Yeah, which they've um, done some of before yes yeah you've done some and uh, and, yeah. it, and it kind of writes itself because you have the bloodline you've got the new day mm-hmm. there's three right there on each side mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Give them a couple more partners and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, congrats, big congrats to Big E. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I pop huge. Yeah. It was official. I was like that. You, you, cause you texted me like, are you watching? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I phrased it in a way. I said, so are you watching? Cause <laughs> I, I almost wanted to sound annoyed. In case you weren't watching, so that you thought it was gonna end on a crap finish. Um, yeah, but I wanted to know, so you know, we could talk about it if you were. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, great stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, a lot of good stuff's going on. But what what would you love? What'd you love from this week? Um, Raw talk. Uh, 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 three things on Raw talk. Okay. I really enjoyed. Um, Alexa. I think it was Sarah Schreiber uh, interviewing Alexa and just the way Alexa went out. Um, Sarah mentions the physical dominance that Alexa had over Charlotte. And she says, is this what we can expect at extreme rules? And Alexa goes, yup. And walks off. (laughs) 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 And it just made me laugh. I love that. Yup. And just walks away. Um, So there was that. Uh, Biggie, they were talking to Biggie, and one thing he said stood out to me. He said that uh, I'm glad it took so long for this to happen because it really means that I earned it. And yes, we talked about that before how when they put titles on people who are new, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for the title, and it doesn't do anything for the title holder because they don't have the credibility yet. And now they're the champion, and they have nowhere to go but down. And so and people are often upset that this person they don't know is suddenly a champion. So I, I love that take on it. Um, I'm glad it took so long for this to happen. I love that. And then the other thing, it's become a running gag on the show. Um, Kevin, uh, Kevin Patrick interviewing Damian priest. And for the last three or four weeks, every time he interviews Damian priest at the end, he tries to get Damian priest to go hang out with him after the show. And Damien always finds a way to get out of it, but still sound cool and (laughs) sound like it's going to happen next time. And every time, and Kevin Patrick looks so disappointed every time. (laughs) And it's, it's just this fun little running thing they have going. I I love Kevin Patrick. He's so great. And, and Damien plays into it well. So yeah, raw talk was really fun this week. That's awesome. That's great. Um, Two things for me. Um, one, absolutely love all the adulation from the rest of the wrestling world reacting to Biggie's win. Mm-hmm. I can't from all remember. Companies. Yeah, everywhere. Um, and I can't remember exactly who posted it, but the the person who posted about John Huber would be so proud. Yeah, I saw that. I don't remember Big who it was e. either, but I saw it. Too, I thought yeah. that was so touching because apparently they were really good friends backstage which Mm -hmm. a lot of people were with john uh incredible human being Mm -hmm. um i thought that was great uh also uh really happy about the announcement that we are getting an all women's knockouts knockdown event yeah from tna um and they're going to have a monsters ball match in memory for daphne I yeah. thought that was great. Lots recording, of names. Recording next weekend, two nights. Is that right? I think so. Is it this weekend or next weekend? Uh, no, it's not because it. I, actually, I thought it wasn't until the first week of like October. 
I thought it was recording in September. Oh, and Maybe it could not. be. I don't know when it's yeah. getting taped. I don't know when it's getting taped. Yeah. Cause, well, because I mean, they've got um, Victory Road, I think, is this weekend. Okay. On Saturday, I believe. Um, but yeah, I don't know when they're taping it. Uh, but I don't. I don't think it'll be aired or available until like October second, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was really cool that they're doing that. Yeah. And already. Uh, some big names and big stuff announced for that. So mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, w- one more thing. I, I know yes. we only do one thing, but you know, it's our show. We can do what we want. Yeah. Um, somebody at AEW. I don't know if you caught it. Somebody in the crowd. They had a cosmic angel sign. Hey, that's awesome. So shout out to you, dude. You're yeah. cool. You're my friend. Rep and stardom on an AEW show. That's cool. Yep. I'm digging yep. it. I'm digging it. All right, well, that's the show, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, all over the place, but that's okay. Hey, it's our show. We do what we want. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you come back next week. Please, please love us. Um, as I alluded to, yes, we do have open. You'll hear it at the very beginning of the show. If you do want to donate to us, we do appreciate it. Not required at all, obviously. Don't have to. Nope. Yeah, we just we, we, well, we love that you listen. And that you hopefully spread the word and tell your friends and maybe get yeah. some more people listening to the show. That's enough for us. Listen do, with them. Yeah. But if you do want to donate, we appreciate that too. Uh, but if you want to get in contact with us, which we would love to hear from you. Um, in fact, I was going to say, as, as you know, Mark gave us that suggestion for the three count, send us maybe your suggestions for a three count. Or mm-hmm. is there a question about current or past wrestling that you'd like our thoughts on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send them to us. You can send it to us on email at POS wrestlecast at gmail.com best or ever. yes, the best ever. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter. That's at plus wrestlecast P L U S wrestlecast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at bizarro doom. You can even reach out to us on Facebook. Just search for the positively wrestling podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, and we will if, talk. If 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 you're one of my students, you can find me at Frith Hall. That's true. That's true. Just see me in class. He he is the educator. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy all the rest. And can't wait for next week. Gonna have a lot to talk about next week. It's gonna be a fun show. I feel. But uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Be safe out there, everybody. Peace. Matane. <laughs>